0: This is a Niche Radio podcast. 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 Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or log into www.nicheradio.co.za. Good morning, welcome to the Come Join Us podcast. I'm this morning with Martin Moore, which is center master at Durbanville Hills. Uh, I'm not gonna to talk too much about Durbanville Hills. From my side, Martin's gonna tell us all the wonderful stories about the amazing brand. Um, sweet and short, we're in the Cape, yet again, and uh, Martin, it's lovely being here with you. I know we always chat <laughs> in Afrikaans, so it's a little bit tricky doing the, <laughs> in the article in English. Slightly awkward. Yeah, slightly <laughs> awkward, but we'll concentrate very hard and trying to bring you the best. <laughs> Martin, it's lovely being here. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's been a while, I haven't seen you for Been a long while. Yeah.
1: No. I've been trying to figure out how many how many years ago we did the first one?
0: I think, well, we started seven years ago now, seven years ago. and then you, uh, I think at Durbanville Hills I did was in the third year or so. So we've been going strong for a good four or five okay. years, eh? and now you've relaunched a lot of brands and so forth as well. But tell us, I mean, for the people outside, people outside of South Africa, what is Durbanville Hills all about?
1: Well, we, we the way we came about was um, that these farmers used to sell their grapes to the big companies, mm. the KWB, I think the DGB got some.
0: <laughs> Quite a few of the big guys. <laughs> the
1: DGB, SFW, um, the old um, distillers corporation, I think the KGB might have had some. but um, <laughs> So they never added value, there was very little or very little small volumes that actually went into the bottle, um, roughly 7%. So Derma was fairly unknown. Yes. Um, outside of the industry, but the industry knew the quality of the grapes here. Yes. And about 25 years ago, a lot of the smaller players came in and they started picking pockets, buying it from the farmers. Okay. And then the farmers realized that they're actually sitting on very good quality and yes. the bigger companies weren't giving them the, um, the credit for it.
0: Yeah, just to give people's <clears> perspective, <throat> where, are, where is all your pockets based so that they know exactly?
1: Well, we're sitting here um, about 9 kilometers from, from Table Bay side the west coast on that side, and then on the other side of the valley, it's about 28 kilometers to False Bay. Mm. So we've got...
0: Cool climate completely. Yep, you're I'm basically
1: completely. sitting on a, on a uh, peninsula. Because okay. you've got ocean that side, that side, and that side. Okay. And, um, but the main factor is, is, is False Bay side. Um, yes. The cold south easter that comes in, um, that keeps our grapes healthy, mm. cools everything down. So this is very well known as cool climate. And that is why a lot of the players started coming in, especially obviously uh, of going after Sauvignon Blanc. Yes. And um, But then the farmers realized that they must add value, so a couple of them started talking to each other about building a cellar. But the problem with this quality grapes is you can't just build a co-op style cellar, you've got to build a cellar that can do justice. Mm. And um, so eventually they struck a the deal with the distillers, corporation as a joint venture, which then became, after the merger obviously, the Stealth. And we've been going, uh, 21st vintage was this year. 21st, yes. 21st, so I've been here 21 years. <laughs> All this piece of equipment in the cellar. And um,
0: uh, the best one as well.
1: <laughs> and, and then um, the deal is basically that we go from procurement, production, viticulture, winemaking, up to bottling. Yes. And then they sell the sale sales, distribution, and marketing. And the way that I've been traveling, I've been busy with sales distribution and marketing. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you travel mostly in um, winter time,
1: right? Hey? In- yeah, well we can't travel in harvest time.
0: No. All but there is we- no,
1: <laughs> sort, sort of mid-May in my diary, we come someone else's diary. <laughs> and uh, then we start going. You see.
0: Yeah. And where, are, where do you go all over?
1: Well, this year I've been, we had a big launch of the reserve range in, in, in Dubai, yes. which was very exciting. We basically did a tour there with I think it was eleven land cruisers.
0: That's amazing. Through
1: in Dubai. The dunes. And we had no with a little bit through the dunes, but it was actually in Dubai because okay. we've got we've got the cableway Chardonnay. And what we've done here okay. is we we on your launch we did a tour with people taking them to all the like the Mulli Point Lighthouse and all of that. <clears throat> so what we did over there was um, They've got a cableway, yes. very old, run down, but we did a, a, one dish yeah. with, a, with a cableway chardonnay at that venue that you could see the cableway. Okay. Um, they couldn't really recreate a lighthouse, but we went up to, I think the 15th storey yes. of, of a hotel to give that lighthouse effect. And with each of the wines, we, we actually went, like the Shennem's the Cape Barnas, we went there to a very, very good hotel, I think it was called Vintage. To their garden and launched launched it there. So it was the whole thing was around the labels. Amazing. The, 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 um, the are to in Cape Town. we tried to, re, to redo it. In, yes. in Dubai.
0: But tell us now about the labels. How did it all start?
1: And okay. your reserve range yeah. When we when yeah. we when we started off, the cellar was designed for the use range. Okay. So that was a lot of of
0: um. Especially Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah, but that was sitting down with engineers yeah.
1: and say like um. We've got this equipment in that they use in boutique cellars. Nice. I need a big one. Yeah. Like with Italy, for instance, all the other tanks were made locally, mm. but the, the red wine fermenters um, came in from Italy because they had the automatic pump was all the technology on them. And I think the biggest ones they were making at that stage was 20,000 liters. Yeah. And we wanted 60,000. So the first thing the Italian says, can do. She said, Yo, mm-hmm. you, you uh, must do. <laughs> and uh, so we've got them. So the, the, everything in the cellar is basically was upscale okay. um, for, of, of um, equipment that we've got the advantage mm. of scale, so a lot of the equipment that we have here the smaller guys can't afford because they're not going to use it enough mm. um, to justify it. Mm. So um, after a couple of years we had, I mean the hills range is in South Africa is everywhere yes. and uh, it's got a heck of a good um, reputation. So that we felt that we put that one in bed, although it will always be our bread and butter. Mm. So that takes a lot of work in harvest time. But we had a reserve range for Rhinefields, which we had to explain to people for hours. Oh, it is. It was what really it, is. it was oh. just a complicated volume. Mm. And then we had the three so-called single-minute ones. But what happened in the beginning is we the first year we planted, because I wanted to make a top-end wood Oblyn in the area because mm-hmm. of our climate. Yes. So we planted back in ninety eight to um, ninety-nine. No,
0: according sorry, to a road. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, it was a personal joke. Martin always tells about it because you used to go and work in France, sorry. <laughs> so he says Bordeaux, but anyways, continue. But
1: I, uh, so we planted there, and most of the, of the, of the vines in the area, hmm. the farmers were very afraid of erosion.
0: Okay. So
1: everything follows the contours, which is not always the best for sun movement. Okay. So on those vineyards we specifically went and planted according to sun movement, mm-hmm. and only in 2012, I was confident to say, okay, now we can start utilizing these grapes. We've also contracted a small farm in the in the middle of the valley, which is not one of our farms, mm-hmm. and um, he's got. It's a hobby for his wife. She makes him a little bit of wine, but they planted. It looks like a garden. Each and every vine is the same. Small little farm, so we we've, we've um, we get Cabernet Franc, Malbec, Merlot, a bit of a dough from him as well, um, but in order then when we when we when I was confident enough at that stage, that, that's when we brought out Tandrum, which is our really top end mm. top end wine, it sells for about 980 rand a bottle and it sold out, Yeah, That sold out, we're well, bottling okay. again, or we're releasing, we leave it in the bottle for at least a year, so we're releasing again now, I think in November, the next lot. And what big, varieties is that altogether? It's it carbon asovia-based, and then we played around, um, because we blend, it's, we don't follow recipes. So. Mm. Um, the first day was up to 90% of it was just Carbonate and Merlot. I think it was 1630 if I remember right, and the other 10 was made up made up of the other varietals. Okay, but something like Malbec is. Do
0: you like Malbec? One
1: extra percent of it, that changes all blend totally. So,
0: it's an it's under, we don't have it here often. I mean, it's a typical. There's a couple, new, of, them,
1: couple, couple of them coming into the market now. Yes, but and I, they, But some of them are wild. I mean, it's a wild I kid. I spoke
0: to, I'll oh, do, to Bath oh, to, oh, to mm-hmm. see if they're bringing it in now. They're yeah. starting with it. So it's quite interesting. It's a, it's a. It's a wild
1: kid. Is um, it? Yeah. We're, we're, what, we're, what we do with a blend on Tangram is, I always say it's like the old radios. Yeah. We turn the knob and it goes, <laughs> and you get a station and then. Change the blend, you go, zzz, <laughs> whoop, You get another station. Sure and then you've got to decide which station is the one that you want, and then you've got to fine tune. And you
0: literally just put one percent in, and it changes it,
1: the it wine changes, completely. Especially st- something like Malbec, it, it it changes your whole makeup of the wine. That's insane. So, um, but then, so we broke out Tangram, mm-hmm. and um, we pretty much made that by hand because the seller's is for yields, volumes. Yes. So the presses are the big. So first thing we had to do we bought, bought a little um, basket press. Um, the next year we bought a little crusher. Mm. So it basically hold the small cellar within the big cellar. And that is very important for the for the yield of the collector's range as well. Okay. That we we needed smaller equipment. Okay. So uh, it's it's a scale down. Um, I told the wine to be careful what they wish for because
0: it's very intensive On the rates,
1: the rates like now one ton tubs, hand punch downs. Oof. So, think, so it's intense. It's uh, on the on the collectors range we, we utilize smaller red wine fermenters where we control of juice mm. to do concentration. Um so it's a, but I think at the time we we so on top of the hills, making the hills range at this stage mm. that from a winemaking perspective I think my team needed something as a as a challenge. Of course. And so. and really wine making in the yes, gritty because the with the hills with the hills you can't really, a you, you've, got a, you've got a style that you've got to stick to. Mm. If the market changed, we change the style. Mm. But on you know, the Soviet Blanc, for instance, in 2005, we changed totally in the vineyards because everyone was moving away from that green pepper flavor yes. and they wanted the tropicals. Yeah. Now, the first thing, you've got to fix it outside. And mm. um, so that, that's a deliberate change that we made because the market demanded it. But um,
0: You see, it's insane, actually, that you can sort of...
1: That you've got to spend time in the market to figure it out yes. because I was in, in Canada, but I've heard it quite a few times over here that people also talk about acidity and um, the skitch. Yes. Sometimes, some sorbius, if you swallow that, you get this little. <clears throat> mm. and I picked it up in Canada that the, people were asking me about Sauvignon Blanc in general yes. doing that. And I know exactly what it is it's, it's pyrazine, which is a green pepper flavor, and malic acid, the combination of it. Yes. Now, fortunately, both of those are destroyed by sunlight. And eat like five. So, <laughs> so we um, we just started farming vineyards more open, yes. get more sunlight in, yes. broke both of them down, and then you also get your precursor flavors for the tropicals mm. developed in the vineyard because of sunlight. So, quick fix up there with Mr. Sun on top. Fantastic,
0: and good to
1: go. I was down in New Zealand and some of the Kiwis asked because I am getting feedback a lot of feedback on their wines so that people can't really drink more than two glasses. I mean, they just so no, thought, acid is a big thing. And you acid know, there is no. big.
0: <clears throat> so they asked me what
1: we did, and I told him I can tell him, it, but it's going to be like telling a guy going to go sit next to a fire if it's cold, but there's no fire burning. <laughs> so they, they can break know. open, it's but the sun. Sun, the sun is not intense enough. So <laughs> yeah. but it, was, it was quite exciting, so, so when we launched the, the Tangram range, which is the white and red, suddenly we had eels, the rhino here, and Tangram. Yes. So it didn't make sense. So we needed something higher up in the middle. And that is where the collector's reserve firms, um, came in.
0: Okay, great. And tell us about what was the whole collaboration with the artist? You can see there's the labels of the collector's reserve. And this is the lovely Merlot, which you're also very famous for.
1: The um, we, were, we were looking at, at, obviously, something familiar to people with not but also that they can see this is a, is a reserve. Okay. So from the beginning I just said, let's not make a mistake again and just get reserving in the name. Okay. So eventually we came up with Collector's Reserve, Yes. and the guy got our labels, we were sitting here with a lot of these agencies and clever people, and they, they just couldn't give us a concept that we really were excited about. And then he came up with it, because at that time we became one of Origin Cape Town. Oh,
0: you see, that's something we need to chat about as so well.
1: We, 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 no. We feel later today it's going to be a vibe here again, like you won't believe it. Friday we got this wine down.
0: Wine on Fridays. Ugh. Yes. It's crazy. <laughs>
1: and then you really get the vibe of Cape Town. Yes. It's, this place is alive and it's a buzz. And um, so we, we we started talking about this is a place where city culture meets city culture. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: and um, cool. and then yeah. he, he started talking. He said, but he tasted the wines He said, this for him this is pure art. He said he knows that a lot of people have done it before, mm. but why don't we link art to art? And he, at that time, he already had the artist in mind. And so we, eventually we started talking about Cape Town, for instance, with the Moody Point, with the lighthouse. I always wanted to do something with the lighthouse because the from from the top here at night, you can see of an island, Mooly yes. Point, and the one in Moloton, which is not always mine. There three lighthouses that you see from here. See. So I wanted, always wanted to do something with the It'll lighthouse. And because Merlot is so influenced by maritime climate, yes. it, it immediately we said, okay, light Lighthouse, that's the one that's on. Mm. Um,
0: then what's on and, the
1: rest of them? A lot of them, a lot of them, we actually, it just came about. Like, they asked me about Chardonnay, and I said, well, it's very dependent on upwards and downwards movement of warm and cold air, okay. and what uh, goes up and down in Cape down. Yes. The cableway.
0: Yeah,
1: of course. So immediately when, when we started mm-hmm. doing up and down, immediately someone said, that's a cableway.
0: Exactly.
1: So we have Blanc, we went for the Cape Mist, which is a phenomenon. So it's not always a, a structure. It's yes. a Cape Mist. Shedden um, Blanc was logical. The company got because that's where the first shot up Shannon was planted. Really? So, back to his roots. its roots. So nice. And then um, on, on Shiraz, with that flintiness that you get. Yes. Immediately Noongan.
0: Of course. That yeah. flintiness.
1: Um, Theo tasted the wine, and he likes wine as well, the hardest. Okay, that's he wines. <laughs> and he tasted and he said, but he, he, get, he gets a lot of spice on the wine. So, immediately, he brought in the Cape like quarters behind the cannon. So, all of these things have got a, a tweak to them. The um, castle, the, the cab was the solid old building in Cape Town. Yeah. The Ford <laughs> cab is the so called strong one. Yeah. So, immediately, we said, okay. Um, um castle of Fabulous. Uh, yes. Theo said, artist. That, that building is not only the oldest, it's also the ugliest. <laughs> so you put a huge Cape Mountain lion in uh, front of them. You just see the two sides of the I've
0: seen it, yeah. yeah you just oh, see oh, the two sides static. of the um, oh, okay. Of okay. the castle,
1: which is quite fun. And then... Uh,
0: what do we have there? The, the, the Pinotage, pinotage one yeah.
1: is very interesting. Is, um,
0: I think you've got it here. Is
1: it the boulders? Yeah.
0: See it it's, not it's, it's, it's not boulders, it's
1: actually a promenade. Oh, it's a promenade.
0: Ah, it's a promenade. <coughs> yes, of course. Yeah, yeah but, but he's a... Um, good promenade. Why um, that?
1: Well, he, uh, we've got the, the best pocket of pinutas that we have is in the back. Okay. And, I, and I've got a story that says that the good pinutas wants to see the ocean. So immediately, where do people in Cape Town go to see the ocean? About the promenade. But he brought in the penguins because if it was...
0: That's why it's a boulders. Yeah, but he
1: said, have you seen how, how cool the penguins are? one's got a camera, the one's got a little... Yeah, exact, it's so
0: sweet. All, sunglasses. They are. You have to buy this one to see these. <laughs> kind there, you can see it a little bit there. Awesome. But he brought in the
1: penguins because if you said, if you brought in people, yeah. then there was, well, why is there more of the one gender than the other race issues? <laughs>
0: totally, yeah.
1: Sexual preferences.
0: Yeah, so We put everything why in is there. One? Why is there not
1: one in a wheelchair? So yeah. he said, penguins. <coughs> so it's been very exciting for us with the range. And um but launching it was absolutely fun. Was, yeah, I can was... just imagine.
0: How did you launch it?
1: Well in Cape Town we we guys, we actually took them on, on a on a tour yes. of these um of these um of all the ones. We actually went to We went to every single spot.
0: That and, is um, amazing.
1: Yeah. We didn't go up the cableway because we th- the time constraints I don't yes. think people realize how long it actually takes to get around Cape Town. Yeah. But we did a, so we did a very formal um, video with Theo on the wines. And then myself and my team decided that we're gonna make an informal one as well. So we took our own tour with our <laughs> own take on it and that was pretty hilarious. That's a <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Funny>. <laughs> so Martin, what I know you mentioned something wine in the cat. So what does that mean? What is that new
1: well, to us? We were... We were part of a bigger area, it's only a south of Philadelphia, which mm-hmm. was Tiger now, Tiger is Tigerberg. Now, Tigerberg is a non-entity, no one markets Tiger Yeah. so it, it, there was no sense in it. And there's a lot of, if you look at the Tigerberg area, there's a lot of, of weak lands in between. Mm-hmm. So we've approached the guys from, from Constantia in the beginning and said, and I had an agreement that we should speak to the one Spurs board, because there's a lot of similarity between everyone on the Atlantic seaboard. So they did it, they did the research on it. Mm. The the one they came and look at soil temperatures, similarities. Yes. And then said, okay, it makes a lot of sense to link us all all the way down to Cape Point.
0: Mm.
1: Including Outbay, yes. Constantia, Philadelphia, ourselves, and then all the way down to, to um okay. to Cape Point. <clears throat> and that was then declared one of origin Cape Town. Now the local market it doesn't. Have that much impact because people know the umbil by now.
0: Yes.
1: But on the international market, Massive. immediately they cup cake down. I saw it in Dubai that you go to umbil and. No idea.
0: But now you say
1: cut down, then they're there. Um, so internationally, it makes it a lot lot easier. Yeah.
0: Okay, fantastic. Um, tell me, I know that you going to. I know that you love your <clears throat> Chardonnays and your Molos.
1: Silvio. Mm. Silvio. And um, mm-hmm. your Silvio.
0: It's always difficult asking a winemaker, what's your favorite wine, because it's like choosing your favorite child. Yeah, that's, that's,
1: <laughs> that's my standard answer. You're always asking, what's your favorite child? Oh, yeah,
0: no, no, it's uh, tricky. But um, what do you really enjoy making? What, what, if I can put you on an island and I tell you, Martin, I'm going to leave you in here, but you're allowed to make one wine and drink one wine only, what would it be?
1: It would be like and Miller. Okay, there we go. One wine. One wine. <laughs> <laughs> now, I think Sauvignon Blanc for us is, is um, it's because it's so unforgiving, if you make a mistake, it's going to eat you on the fingers, quality goes down. So the the, um, the precision that we have there, especially picking time, that is extremely important to pick on the flavor profile and, and eat the right spot,
0: mm.
1: because it's, not, it's been proven. Um, we always knew it, but it's, it's technology now that proved that you go through different phases with ripening. Okay. That you get flavor, your first batch of flavor, then it's a lull, and then you get your different other set of flavors. Yes. Now, if you pick it in the middle here, you know it. Um, then you're sitting with the dull wines. So that's a challenge. I spend a lot of time out in the vineyards and getting it. Um, the guys in the cellar is meticulous. Coopers is crazy when it gets Sauvignon Blanc.
0: Mm.
1: And it goes into a
0: it's a very a f- tricky...
1: It's, 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 it's unforgiving.
0: Yeah.
1: Everything's got to be right and then, and then it's rewarding. And then, Merlot for me, with Cool Climb and Merlot, we've got long hang time. So, you don't have sugar levels that run away. Yes. And you're sitting with a dull, high alcohol, no fruit yeah. situation. And we've got a couple of tricks that we worked out over the year with Merlot.
0: There's a lot of wine that say, oh
1: Merlot, boring.
0: Yeah, but you've got an interesting Merlot because your Merlot is here now with the cool climate as well, which I find is really a fantastic Merlot. I enjoy your Merlot, I must say. And funny enough, your Pinotage. Pinotage is that love-hate relationship. You either love it or you hate but it. But
1: we, we're sitting now, they've got a new road that they're going to open one of these days, then we're going to be even closer to the airport. Um, if you go past here, in front of the cellar, yes. um, there's a road going left yes. and it goes straight to the airport. Yes. So we're finding now more and more that this looks like an airport. <laughs> because people come in here with a little... Totally. And
0: it's one to you can see this luggage, room. they yeah. got luggage with
1: them on their way to the airport and this is a nice stop for them just before they totally. get there. Yeah. But even with our guests that we get from, uh, from overseas, they very often go up to um, Kruger National Park or one of the fancy ones up there. Yes. And then they come down to the Cape. But now they've been exposed to wines up there, that they buy,
0: yes.
1: And we often find that from international guys that come here and then say, the moment you get to pinot they go, mm. yeah. Not and I tell them, wait, wait, wait. They try it. Just no. try it. And then they all go, but this, this is totally different. Perfect. We like this, and that's the difference you get with pinot Unfortunately, with the parents being pinot noir and sunzone, mm. in warm climate it falls over to the sunzone parent, which is that rustic. I can't really live with them. <laughs> where cool climate it falls towards a Pinot up there, mm. where it's more subtle um, more, yeah. more of your berry fruit and yeah. none of those acetone and banana flavours that you get from Also there.
0: enjoys a lot of cool climate as well. Yeah.
1: yeah. But with these it was quite easy, um, with a pinotage it was easy to identify where we were going to make this from. Um, we've got my favourite block on the other side, open to the west coast, and you always find that, we, we, we were picking from the top to the bottom, we always mm. found that the first tank is much better than the other two, okay. although the other two are great. And um, so when we get to the, what the Collector's Reserve, the challenge was to go out there and say, okay, where do we source the grapes?
0: Yes. Pindutas
1: are new, there's something on top of that block that's different. Yes. So we eventually went and looked at the different soil type. So okay. that was very easy to, we know where to pick the sommeliers yes. from. Yes. Are there the pinotards from? Um, it's more difficult with Merlot and Shiraz. Mm. The, our favorite blocks there are quite big and flat. So you can't see spots, yes. but you can. <laughs> I looked up for help, <laughs> there's a satellite with a program yes. called Fruit Loop. Um, and
0: they had a look at everything for you. What the they world. do is they do
1: multispectral photography, yes. and you register your blocks. They come over here every Friday, so by about Monday I've got the, the results. Yes. What they do is they take, it's actually it was developed for maize farming, yes. the likes of mace farming. <clears throat> where the farmers look at the, the colours of the of the maize to know where to irrigate. And okay. then they, they the, the wine industry got involved in, in showing interest, But what we do is it gives you it gives you a canopy density in different colours. So you can actually see where your mere, more dense spots are okay. and where your less dense spots are. And then go and taste the grapes and those. Although it's in the same block, if you pick the whole block you, you actually lose them. They will probably you lose those flavours. They will they will pull up, up your quality. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's not that you really utilize them by taking them out. And, and that's what we've done with fruit loop, which was quite tricky.
0: So it's pocket-dependent, pretty
1: much. It's, it's pockets, yeah. pockets. And with a trailer system in a vineyard, yes. it's not that easy to find the spots. Yes, Because if you walk down this row, yes, and the spot is just four rows down,
0: yeah,
1: you either got to climb over or go back out and go, go in again. Yes. Um, so I've, I've asked the farmers, please, any trees near a vineyard, leave it there. Because <laughs> I can find the spots a lot easier to get see there's a tree there. So <laughs> but um, so that's how we identify the spots on the others. The, the one that we didn't do the same, because on most of the, the, the collectors vines, reserve rates, it's it's pretty much snapshot, snapshot mm-hmm. of the top of the pinatars vineyard, and that's where it comes from. Yes. And I just knew from beginning with Sauvignon Blanc, you will never do justice by a snapshot of a Sauvignon Blanc in one of our best blocks. Yes. So we selected two blocks on the side here, one on the valley floor in the middle, one very high up in mm-hmm. gravel, and then one older, older close on the top of Sale on Southern Contours. Yeah. So it was just, it just very good pockets over the valley mm. um, and then blended together. Fantastic. Um, so that was that was a bit quite a bit of a challenge because there's so many styles that you can go yes. through with your Blanc. But well, I think with this whole range, we felt that we're going to go less new old and slightly more classical. Mm. Um, and if you taste the wine, say, all, I mean, the Shannon.
0: Can I have a taste?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking about it <laughs> I haven't <just> tasted it.
1: <laughs> That's the Pinot.
0: I can't, oh, the coffee mm. yeah, yes, maker. It's, it's typical your Pinot. That's why I love your Pinot. Martin, I know you're a big family fan. Yep. And your sons play cricket. Right? Yeah, all okay. oldest
1: oldest this oh. one is. They both played first-team cricket and rugby. All okay. this one is now grade 11. He's got another year to go. Yeah. Um, he's this fun cricketer, also yeah. plays first-team, but.
0: But enjoys it. He enjoys it, <laughs>
1: but, but he's focus is actually on rugby. Okay. Um, he's been over in Italy, the school gave him uh, a bit of grace. So he, he started school later this as So he played uh, in in Italy for two years, after yes. two week, two months, and the oldest one is just back. He was playing cricket on crash oh, in New Zealand.
0: Jeez, so big sport guys, but yeah. you were yeah. also a sportsman on your day. Yeah, uh, loved your rugby. <laughs> played, played, played rugby for way too long. <laughs> What is is actually going to my own valley, Robertson, this weekend. Yeah, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night they're having a big reunion of the yeah. nineteen what did you say? Nineteen eighty eight cup they won. So I'm actually <laughs> it's gonna be my most fun, I'm sure, especially yeah. in the Robertson Valley. I hope we don't make the
1: papers for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <That's funny. laughs> But listen, I think our time is running out. There's so much more we can chat about. Um, We're doing an event in October together, Mm -hmm. and we will see, we'll be advertising that soon as well. And um, thank you very much. It's always lovely being here, and we really look forward to tasting your reserve ranges as well. Um, Yes, and if you see it on the shelves, try it and look at the beautiful pictures. They all got different, beautiful artists on them as well. So, from my side, thank you very much for joining in, and we'll see you next time. Cheers. For more, visit (laughs) www.nicheradio.co.za.